You are listening to the sound of freedom. freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker, episode eight. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the last few Steven Universe episodes that came out. On the show today is me, P, and also Leo. Uh, ooh. What? You go first. <laughs> and Izzy. And Leo. You guys should introduce each other sometime to just confuse oh. people because they'll be like, I can't tell whose voice is whose. Anyway, Steven Universe, a lot has been happening in Steven Universe lately. Yeah. As you know, we've been dying to talk about Steven Universe. We've basically mentioned it in some episodes before. We definitely were like, oh, Steven Universe, we're going to talk about this in the future. I this may have edited it out. Leo has mentioned it literally in every recording session, but I believe I edited most most of those things out because I've nowhere you'll be like oh in Steven Universe someday we're gonna talk all about Steven Universe <laughs> and then we'd get back to whatever we're doing so most of the time I think it ended up on the cutting room floor as they say but here it is and especially with these twists and turns that are happening these past couple episodes did you see these twists and turns coming I didn't wait before we begin oh, is this we a would love to just, we <laughs> would love to announce that this is a Steven Universe heavily spoiler episode so if you have not seen Steven Universe and you want to watch Steven Universe, do not watch this episode because spoilers are ahead. So many spoilers. So many spoilers. This episode, at least this first part about Steven Universe, is really for the person that watches the Steven Bomb the weekend it comes out, is up to date on it. Because otherwise you probably won't know what we're talking about. It would be bizarre to give a, a sum up of the whole thing, right? Yeah. But if you had to, how would you give a sum up of Steven Universe? Of the entirety of Steven Universe? Yeah. Life and Death and Love and Earth and Please in love in the planet Earth. Okay. Is he? What would you say? If someone's like, yeah, could t- what's this show everyone's talking about? Mm, there was a cookie cat that <laughs> <laughs> escaped from a war. Okay. And then... It was those a- of you universe heads out there will realize how bogged down in tertiary minutia Izzy is right now with cookie cat. <laughs> I, t- I told these guys the other day that cookie cat is based on an actual ice cream treat from when I was a child called cookie puss. That was a kind of an intergalactic traveler. I don't know if he was a refugee from intergalactic <laughs> war. I can't remember that part of the jingle. But, you know, he was a ice cream cake with a cookie nose. Cookie puss, if you will. Oh. <laughs> puss nose? Oh. Maybe was it a cat? I don't know. A puss? Leonard with says yes. Puss <laughs> that was a line from Pose, which we've also been into. Pose. Yeah. We've Pose. been watching that lately. Pose. 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 Oh. Category is? What's Pose. your favorite category so far in Pose? I feel like I was into the the one that they did where they were like Legacy. And she was like, oh, girl, you look like a coffin. And then, oh, the inside of the coffin. Yeah. yeah with her frilly, the, chiffon that was, frilly dress. Electra finally lost from the other one. Right. Her, her, Hashtag another piece of spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Post spoilers. Pose. Oh, my God. I'm, my, the way I'm saying post sounds so crazy. Apologies pose. to anyone listening with headphones on. I've just deafened you. Pose. Pose. Are you pose. like doing a, an original drag queen song? Yeah. Pose. pose. I did not come to play with this pose. Annunciation <laughs> on pose. Is Steven Universe the most lesbian show that's ever existed? Ever. I don't think it's the most lesbian show that's ever existed because I have not been so involved in lesbian media. However, I will say that the Ellen DeGeneres show is pretty lesbian. For example, there's other shows that are pretty lesbian, you know? Right, but Ellen, if I'm 
I'm not mistaken, that show was mostly about her being a le- and she became a lesbian partway through the show, right? Sure. From what I remember. But I feel like that was about her being a lesbian as opposed to every single one of the Crystal Gems is a female who is in relationships with females mostly. Yeah. That is a difficult thing to be like because like the whole point of like the Crystal Gems is that they're like an all-female species and they just like have as a norm they fall in love with females all of them basically except for like rose quartz which we'll get into a little bit later well i feel like in gem world they're they're not really allowed to fall in love with anyone though yeah that's true for sure but it seems like a pretty bleak society yeah for sure connie describes them as intergalactic tyrants basically like within the show itself you know so it's like they're very tyrannical so is rose's sword dead now yes forever (gasps) it's broken but Bismuth is a great blacksmith or whatever. She and she'll make, make another now. one. She'll make another one. But she's she's not going to fix the broken sword because the broken sword is already broken. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Definitely they're going to make another sword somehow because Connie doesn't have a sword now. And that's the whole thing. She's like, oh, I inherited Rose's sword because my boyfriend was Rose's son. So you think they're official boyfriend, girlfriend? Yes. Is he? What are your thoughts? I would say they're pretty official. Have they ever been shown making out? No. They just fuse? Well, how old are they? 13. 22. I don't know. 22. How old is, is Lars? <laughs> I thought there were kids that worked at a donut shop, and then it seems like they run it, you know? But they don't own it. I know. It's Mr. A, what's his face with the jingle? Smiley? Mr. Smiley. Mr. No, Mr. Smiley is not only. He, he just does the jingle. Did, yeah. He just did the jingle. jingle. Yeah. He only wrote a song for the, the donut dog. <laughs> who it, owns it? No one knows. It's probably snake people or rock people. <laughs> <laughs> that's offensive. Then that's a line from almost every Everybody's least favorite Steven Universe character, Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh. Ronaldo. Here's my thing about Ronaldo. This is my Ronaldo impression. E- even though Ronaldo can be a kind of like eh, character. That I like some of the jokes that are made at his expense. Like one of my favorite jokes in the show in the episode Restaurant Wars, where he's like, I have a girlfriend. Kiki's all like, Where's she at though? That was funny. We all died when that happened. Yeah, that was so funny. I also like later in that episode, his girlfriend had the line of, he should put it on his blog and keep Keep Chitty single. single. Yeah, I love that line too. Did we talk about this before? I feel like we've had this conversation. I feel like we have a conversation often outside of Toxic, but maybe not on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, Steven Universe... The most recent episode, Steven Universe Reunited. During this episode, Ruby and Sapphire, two characters who have been known to have like a strong relationship, decided to finally declare their love for each other, regardless of other circumstances, and they got engaged. Continuing the arc, Steven goes on to plan their entire wedding, and he declares lots of different details. Was that them making Steven gay? What? Aren't all wedding planners gay? Isn't that a joke? I do feel like a lot of wedding planners that I've seen on, like, basically every single movie that has a wedding planner in it, they're basically always gay. That's true. Or a really uptight woman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and what is it? Crazy ex-girlfriend, the wedding planner ends up coming out as a lesbian. Lesbian, like, that's true. And then I know in Modern Family, the wedding planners are also gay. Huh. Are there gay professions? There's gay stereotype professions. I feel like definitely more straight people would go for them if they weren't deemed 
as a gay profession. Yeah, some people definitely shy away from it because it tackles their masculinity in a way. I'll name two professions. You tell me which is gayer. Okay. Okay. Male airline steward or someone who does makeup for Hollywood movies. Makeup for Hollywood movies? No, I would say the steward. Really? Makeup because you're thinking, oh, if they're a makeup person, they're probably gay. Yeah. Like, basically, unless they're doing, like, makeup to make you look like a horror star, basically. Like, if they're like, doing prosthetics. Yeah, prosthetics. Yeah. There's, like, Skin Wars style stuff. Then you're, like, they're they're straight. They've got a beard. And, like, they're into, like... Like, art nonsense. Yeah. But, like, for example, if they're doing, like, makeup, like, it's very unlikely that they're doing stuff that seems like it's straight as opposed to stuff that looks like over the top and like what well, would be considered gay. It's for movies, so everyone has to wear some makeup just under the lights, you know? Yeah, but just to make them look like presentable or whatever. So. Right, okay. But I also feel like gay people didn't start using makeup until very recently. I feel like older gay people might have. No? You think? Yeah, to, cover, sure. up, to cover up their skin and, you know, give themselves cheekbones. I feel like older gay, there's that kind of impression or idea. Like if an old painted queen, isn't that like a phrase you've heard? Nope. Well. I can believe it though. There, I don't know how old the profession of being a drag queen is, but there are definitely people in past generations that have worn makeup-like things because they were queer in a way. Is that true that in uh, Marie Antoinette times they would paint moles on themselves? I think yeah. so. I've heard I've heard that as well. People still paint moles on themselves. Like, I know my friend, Laura, she paints moles on herself all the time. <laughs> I know my sister has this mole, and everyone thinks it's painted by actually her mole. <laughs> oh, funny. I saw this funny foreign commercial one time where Cindy Crawford is drinking chocolate milk so enthusiastically that she licks chocolate milk and then her mole straight off of her lip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did your family think that she was painting the mole on in the exact same place Every single time? No, not my family. Just random people or her friends. <laughs> people would always think that I was dyeing my hair like somewhat yeah, white. That I would believe. But they're so mixed in and irregular. It would take a million years. Yeah, I definitely feel like they were like, oh my gosh, this guy's trying so hard to be like edgy and like cool looking. Like he's like frosting just, his tips. It just came naturally. Yeah. Just birthday gift. <laughs> The other day we said that Sense8 was the future of media with the way it depicted relationships. What do you think of Steven Universe? Also the future of media? I think Steven Universe is very great in its representation of LGBT characters. Because are they LGBT? Because if there's only one option, are they lesbian? Yes. Because like if there were only, you know, if Earth had only men, would we be like, oh my God, we're playing with gay men. We'd just be like, we're just... That's all our planet is. What do we have a name for that or for the other one? That's weird since we only have one thing. Here's no? the thing. Rose Quartz, she was all about men. She loved having sex with human men, which was a thing that she talked about in like her songs. And she'd be like, human men, they are so much fun. <laughs> she had sex with generations and generations of like men who just were like into her. And then Greg makes this joke the second to last episode where the diamonds come in and he's like, oh, time to work in the universe charm. Trying to say that the diamonds are into human men and such. 
Or maybe him, because he knows that he was Rose's ultimate boyfriend of all time. I think you guys may have missed this, but, like, Greg said that about Blue Diamond, specifically, because the previous time they had met, Blue Diamond was impressed that Greg was able to understand her feelings. That's why he said, oh, time to turn on the Greg Universe charm, because he was like, oh, Blue Diamond likes me. That's where that comes from, you know? Okay. Izzy, you agree? You think Greg thinks Blue Diamond is into him? Can I use your eye drops? My eyes. Yeah, of course. Here, let's let's take a little break. I guess. You are listening to the sound of freedom. freedom. Welcome back to the newest episode of Talk Sucker. Is this episode eight? Yeah. It's a continuation of our Steven Universe chat from before. We did a tag out. So Israel left by Israel. Uh, he's in Minneapolis at some conference thing. And we tagged in Anthony. Hi, I'm Anthony. Returning with us, of course, is also Leo, right? Yeah. I'm here forever. Except for that one episode in which I wasn't here, but that doesn't count. <laughs> for a quiet place? Because you didn't want to see a quiet place. Yeah, we don't talk about that. I was also really <laughs> sick that day. We were talking about Steven Universe, and I just want to ask some generic questions. Is Steven Universe the most important cartoon ever? Anthony? Um... Maybe since it's like... You know what? I, I was joking around before saying that the most important question I wanted answered was what everyone would do if they found out that Ronaldo were their soulmate. But I don't know if that's a realistic topic. So we can jump onto other things. What about this? Is Steven Universe the most lesbian TV show that's ever been? Yeah, children's cartoon TV, most lesbian show ever. Sure, it's the most lesbian children's cartoon show, but just in general, Anthony, you were going to say something before. Do you think it's the most lesbian show of all time? Well, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Sapphire and... Well, every core Ruby. character is, yeah. a le- is a lesbian. Yeah, and then... Pearl was in love with Rose. I thought Pearl was an ugly nerd at first, and I didn't like that character. And now I love her. She's one of my favorites. I think that she's, like, so beautiful looking. I think it's funny how my opinions change on these things. It's, like, so wildly. I was like, she's hideous. Oh, she's a hideous nerd. And now I'm like, oh, she's the coolest one. She, like, does all the craziest stuff for, like, love and just, like, have fun time. No? I guess. I guess. She she didn't have that good of a time. She was fighting a war. Yeah, but she, she had to. Yeah, sure. She who, did have to. Who are they fighting against, though? The, the diamonds. No, I mean, like, who are the diamonds fighting against? They're just on, like, a conquer and destroy mission? I think they are fighting against someone, and that's going to come up in the following seasons. It's a good point, because one of the th- things in the show is... Oh, right now we're, like, jumping into, like, crazy conspiracy theories. So... Crazy conspiracy theories. That's what we're doing now. Anthony, what's the wackiest theory you believe about... What are we talking about? Steven Universe? Yeah. You saw that Steven was Pink Diamond? Yeah. You knew that was coming? Yeah. I feel like I don't watch TV shows that way. Like, I never am, like, thinking about what's who's going to happen or what's going to happen. I'm just, like, watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. So when people are like, I knew that was going to happen, I'm like, I guess, but... <laughs> It's like, you know, you just like are eating it up while it's happening in front of you. I I will say that I go a long way to avoid spoilers for me, like just thinking about it in my head and trying to predict it. 
it's weird because I allow myself to like predict what's gonna happen, but I don't let myself get like even the slightest bit spoiled. I gotcha. Everyone, you know, I don't think you guys have seen Twin Peaks, but the whole mystery is who killed Laura Palmer. And in every single episode, her dad, he staggers on the screen crying and like moaning and bemoaning his fate and just like trudges through every scene. And it's so hilarious. Like I die laughing. And I'm also like, he's TV's most distraught character ever. He must have killed her. And I think he did end up killing her in some in some convoluted way anyway so steven universe if you had to get rid of one character who would you get rid of ronaldo really no not not ronaldo i feel like pd does even less than him though is PD one of the cool kid gangs? No, he's the little fry boy. Oh, okay. He's just like one of the other kids with fry hair. He, he seems like a little bit like filler, but also a little bit like there need to be like at least one other kid, Steven's age, to be his contemporary. Anthony, do you have a character that you that you like a whole bunch? I remember you told me that you said the mailman is one of your favorite characters. <laughs> no. You didn't say that? No, I said Garnet. <laughs> oh, you said Garnet. I thought you said the mailman. Because <laughs> the mailman, like, writes poetry and stuff, right? Yeah. He's so cool. The mailman is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> kind of insufferable. I mean, he's, a, he's a poet, you know. Well, <laughs> just kidding, poets. <laughs> I used to do this. I used to do this, like, beat poetry gag where I would start talking and, like, beat poetry and, like, not stop until the people were, like, pleading that's for me to stop. That's pretty funny. So you don't like the mailman? Who else is another sweet character that is not huge? Watermelon. What's that watermelon dog? Uh, the watermelon dog stayed on Watermelon Island. Do you mean pumpkin? Pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin. I feel like one of the biggest characters, kind of. Not really, but like popular characters who don't have a big role in the show. Would definitely, I would say, the mysterious girl that Pearl hooks up with. Because she like barely shows up. And then, the one like, that looks like Rose Quartz? Yeah. But the last time I thought that Pearl had an interaction with her, she was like over it a little bit. No? What? Yeah. I, she got a number? Yeah, you, you missed that. No, she got a number, but afterwards I think she was like... I felt like she at the end of that, she was a little bit over it, no? I think she was, like, Pearl? Just playing it, and she was just like playing it cool, but like she was really like actually excited about it. All right, I guess so. And you know Pearl got that girl's number, but she was like, I don't have a phone. And then a few episodes later, she was like, oh, hey, Steven, I got a new phone. I Help remember. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Help me figure out this phone. So clearly she's interested because it seems like that's how she, that's what convinced her to getting a phone, which also the phone was technically really instrumental to the whole Pearl coming out as having killed Pink Diamond, but like actually it being Rose. You get me? Yeah. I thought after that happened, I thought Peridot would immediately fall in love with Steven because she's such a she's such a diamond like lover I th I've probably mentioned that before yeah. <laughs> my, my idea about Peridot I love Peridot Leo always laughs because the episode where Peridot became good I cried because I was like she decided to be good <laughs> and Leo always makes fun of me for 
for it. <laughs> no, I just think it's really sweet and really cute and stuff. I cry so easily at so many things. One time we were at the movies and it was a trailer for Patch Adams and I don't think I've cried that hard in such a long time. Oh. Some years later I watched the movie and I did not cry at all and I was like, wow, whoever edited that trailer should get an award. <laughs> you know Patch Adams, the, the, the Robin Williams movie about the doctor? Nope. Anthony, do you know this movie? No. Okay. Let me ask you guys this. I said the words Robin Williams. Do you guys know who Robin Williams is? Yeah. Leo? Uh, kind of, but not really. Tell me what you know about Robin Williams. Like, explain him to me if I were like, who's Robin Williams? I think he's a comedian. Okay. And I think he was huge. Okay. And then, I don't know. Do you know any famous roles he was in? No. What about you, Anthony? Um, wasn't he Mrs. Doubtfire? He was Mrs. Doubtfire. Then he was in that movie where he was like a dad, <laughs> but um, like he wasn't living with like the wife and the kids, but like he tried to see him and like he was like radio host or something. Good morning, Vietnam. Um, I know. I think a movie... he was like a voice actor in the movie, actually. Oh, okay, because I know a movie where he was a, a DJ, where it's Good Morning Vietnam, where he was a rambunctious like DJ oh, during the Vietnam no, War. And what's this one you're saying? He was like a voice actor. A voice actor, like he his character was a voice actor in the movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I know this one. He was Mork. Do you guys know who Mork is? Mm-mm. Mork and Mindy? Mm-mm. The word Mork means nothing to you? The word Mork <laughs> means absolutely nothing to me. Anthony, Mork? I don't know. You don't know. So Mork means nothing. I keep saying Mork and you guys are like, what is Mork? <laughs> yes. What is Mork? Mork is a name. Um, Mork, Mork is the name of a character. Mork and Mindy? Yeah. Do you know that? Those words? I know. I've heard of Mindy from other stuff, but Mork and Mindy? Yeah, well, like I mean, movie? Mork and Mindy was a TV show with Robin Williams where he played, like, a wacky alien called Mork, and he, like, lived in an apartment with some <laughs> with some woman named Mindy, if I'm not mistaken. But did he cat? Uh, no, that was Alf that ate the cat. <laughs> okay. Let's all try to do an impression of the dad from Alf. Do you remember the dad from Alf? Nope. Alf! <laughs> that guy is a huge meth addict, did you know? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, he was always in the tabloids getting in trouble for like going on crazy meth benders and like all this other nonsense. Oh my god, are we we're talking about Steven Universe in theory today? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Anthony, if you had to date someone from the Steven Universe universe, who would it be? Yeah, I guess Lars. Oh, that's a good choice. Leo, what do you think of this Lars choice? Sure, you could be into the new Lars, but like it's kind of <laughs> weird because he's like dead at the same time. So I'm, I don't know if I'd go for that, but and you, you go for it. Hair. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's only for Steven. So you specify only new Lars because you don't like the even not that recently old Lars where he abandoned Sadie. Yeah. <laughs> you think Lars is a coward? But lots of the things that Lars would do showed like a social cowardice. You know, yeah. like he was too ashamed to go to like his friend's party and like bring a weird purple cake. But he's got those weird things in his ears stretching out his earlobes. No? He doesn't have them actually because most of the time you just see the holes that he has, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The holes are a little bit ghastly, like big and dried and floppy. No? Yeah, I kind of, I'm not the most into that, but 
If that's your deal, go for it. Are there some people that like that as the aesthetic? Like yeah. the floppy, droopy, saggy back? You know what I mean? But like, not to the point. What are we talking about? Steven Universe. <laughs> no, but like really, what right now, what are we talking about? I like have no idea. <laughs> yeah, droopy earrings and Lars. Oh, those droopy things. Lars. Yeah. So Leo specifically cited new Lars. So Anthony... Would you date old Lars, or are you only like the Lars as he's become in the last few Lars visits? I guess both. So you thought that he was okay from the get-go, right? Yeah, I mean, he was kind of a jerk, but like, you could see that it was just because he was insecure. I felt bad for him a lot of the time. I was like, oh, he's like not having a good time. He could just be a little bit more relaxed and be having so much of a better time. Yeah. He's a cautionary tale. Who's the biggest cautionary tale from Steven Universe? Lapis. Lapis? She has, like, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd be with Lars. What if you had to pick a gem to be with? And Leo, same question for you. If you had to pick anyone from the Steven Universe universe and then a gem to be with. I would want to be with... Should I guess? Sure, you can guess. And do you feel kind of like you'd say Garnet just because everyone's always like, she's so powerful? And I think you wouldn't be able to get over that. Wait, am I a crystal gem in this? You're gem enough. I'm gem enough, so I'm yeah. like, and Steven like Steven or Like plus. Steven, except I guess Steven in theory is royalty. Yeah, so. <laughs> so half gem, but half gem plus. Yeah. What's the lowest level of gem you'd be, Anthony? The lowest level? Yeah. I, that question makes no sense. I'm just goofing around <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you say who you'd be with if it had to be a gem? Because Lars is... Let's say Lars is off the table. Although I like the Lars choice. I really like it. Because who would you pick? The mailman? Good grief. <laughs> I feel like the mailman would be really fun to have a summer fling with, you know? Or like a fall romance where like you go on cute little like nerdy dates to like... <laughs> like lectures and movies and like you both dress cute and stuff like that and then he writes a bunch of like tortured poems and like joe lies when he cries style like records about you not to marry clearly he'd be insufferable <laughs> this one time when i worked at kinko's we were at this training at this other kinko's facility and one of the guys that worked there because kinko's had several types of employees and one of them was kind of like poet type and would like work there so that they could photocopy their poetry chat books and stuff like that they were really super sincere and we're at this training and the sun is setting at the end of the day and he's like look at that sunset it's like so beautiful you know, this is just like stuff like this is so beautiful. And I looked at him and I was like, not as beautiful as you. And like he was some random guy that I just met that day who was there for like the training, but was like super sincere about the sunset. <laughs> was that rude of me? Huh? I feel like that kind of thing depends on how well did you know the person you met them that day. Oh, I met them that day. They were one of the workers at the host store that was hosting this training. That maybe might seem a little bit inappropriate. Even though I called him beautiful. Yeah. Like, I can't get out of jail here because I called him beautiful. I mean, it clearly, it, <laughs> it's you're not going to get into sexual harassment. So yeah, it's just that it seems weird to be saying that to someone you just met. Especially but. since he wasn't really beautiful. Like, if I'm being honest with myself, I didn't find him really beautiful. Is that bad of me to say? I'm sure he was a kind and lovely person. You know, he seemed super sweet. What are we talking about? Steven Universe? What are we talking about right now, though? Good grief. We're talking about Steven Universe and who you would you date. Also, I want to bring up the question of, like, how old is, like, that, like, whole posse of the 
the cool kids and stuff because we keep asking ourselves at some point i swear i thought lars and sadie owned the big donut okay <laughs> i thought that they were adults because they seemed like they were always doing like paperwork and accounting and i was like oh they're like a married or like a cohabitating couple and they own and run the big donut yeah. but then also sadie also seems like a kid who's like living under her her mom's oppressive thumb yeah no that feel okay i'll name a character matchup and you tell me who you'd pick anthony who would you pick for your mother would you rather have sadie's mother or connie's mother and why sadie's mother because she seemed more like like she wanted to make things about herself but like she seemed more positive and like not as strict and also i feel like as a performer you'd be like oh my god she'd be my biggest fan she'd constantly be pushing me to like tour stadiums and stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah because she'd be a great like stage mom yeah what about you leo who would you pick i feel wait, like wait the question is different for you would you rather have connie's mom or your own mom i would much rather have connie's mom <laughs> as my mother i feel like one of the problems that i had with my parents is that i felt like i don't know like i feel like she didn't push me enough kind of just because i felt like i wasn't ever doing anything you know but she must have been like you're never doing anything no. no, she was just like, okay, he's just never doing anything. <laughs> and then I, I didn't realize that that was a bad thing. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't like it. Connie's mom or you live with Ronaldo's family and you have to work at the fry, the fry place. Oh, I love fries. You're I not would... allowed to eat anything there. That's your profit. You can't eat your profit. I might eat the bits so that Steven <laughs> can't have them. If you had to have a job from the Steven Universe, universe what job would you pick? Um, the mayor seems stressed out. Always. What are the jobs besides the donut place and the fry place? Fish pizza. That fish pizza, I understand that they picked it because it's ghastly, but it really is unappealing. Like, I would never want to eat fish stew pizza. That's <laughs> disgusting. Mm. Although I think fish stew is pretty good. Yeah. You like fish stew? No. <laughs> it, is, there, is there a word that means fish stew? Fish stew? <laughs> yeah. Is there a word like... A single word? A single word. Anthony, Anthony, anyone? Seafood? Fish stew. Mm. No? Bouillabaisse? Maybe. What? Bouillabaisse? What is that? I think it's fish stew. I don't Wait, know. We? Okay. We should do a fish stew podcast. Okay. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I am so knowledgeable about the topic of boiled fish. What's that little kid that's weird? Onion? Yes. Do you think he's troubled? Yes. Really? Wait, Anthony, do you think he's troubled? No, he just seems kind of weird. He seems kind of weird. He does seem kind of weird, yeah. He is constantly trying to rob places and commit arson. Uh, <laughs> Do you think he has, like, no conscience? I don't think so. I just think he is young and he feels like he needs to do all these things for some reason. He didn't kill that bug, though, right? Yeah. He has that. Cause, right? Because most, like, serial murderers abused animals and stuff like that when they were yeah. dead, right? But, I mean, part of their tradition, which Stephen did interrupt, was that they were supposed to get squashed. It was only because of Stephen that he was like, fine, we won't do this. Do you like that tradition? I feel like if a bug wins, you should spare it. Kill the others. Is, is that a tradition? No, of course not. But I'm saying like Roman time is like you don't kill the people that win the battles. You save them to have them battle again. Okay. Anthony, would you want to live in ancient Rome? Maybe. What do you think it would be like? Do you think it would be interesting? Yeah, it would definitely be different. It would definitely be different, for sure. 
I'd miss TV, though. I guess Ancient Rome would be pretty crazy, though. <laughs> I bet Ancient Rome would have been so boring, because unless you're, like, person in power, you just have a job. Like, an, like you could have in a rural community, basically. So you think we'd be bored being Roman citizens? Yeah. <laughs> be, like, making pots all day, or, like, plowing the fields, or, like... Oh, it would be drudgery? Yeah. I don't know. I hadn't counted on that. Ancient Rome is out. Would you rather be with Pearl? Or with amethyst. I am a very messy person and I appreciate a very lean oriented person to keep me in line because I do want to be clean and stuff but like it's just like I get lazy and stuff and I feel like Pro would be like oh you have to clean this clean that and she'd help keep the house tidy. And Amethyst is a slob, right? Yeah, we just live in a pile of stuff. And then, like, one day I'd get poked by one of our stuff and then I'd die. And, like, the fact that she eats, like, indiscriminately if something is food, like, I think leads to some gross situations, for sure. Anyway, what about you, Anthony? Same question. What did I just ask? Who you'd rather Pearl be or Amethyst. Pearl or Amethyst? I guess Pearl. Because Amethyst is, like, crazy. <laughs> I feel like... You guys are saying that because you think that's what you should say, but I think in your heart of hearts, you'd be with Amethyst. I think well, she she's would... cool and, and stuff, but like, yeah. she's kind of like, well, they're both like mentally unstable, but I feel like Amethyst is a little more because she like took forever to like come out of the, like that place. The kindergarten. Like, yeah. yeah. That means that she's in some way like an error or something. Probably. <laughs> huh. What What are some theories you guys have about the show? Where the show's headed? What crazy we, things that'll happen? Could Could we start a, a little bit of a different thing? Yeah, of course. Let Let's talk about the wedding. Since they found out that Pink Diamond was actually Rose Quartz, Pearl pretended to be Rose Quartz and killed her, and that caused Sapphire to doubt Ruby and. They infused and then, spoilers, Ruby proposes to marry Sapphire. And then the whole arc is about how Steven is planning the wedding for them. And then it culminates in like the first ever wedding of LGBT characters in children's TV. Is it for real? Yes. You you looked it up? Because I wouldn't know. I just... Yeah. Anthony, is, it, is that true? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Cool. It was also the first lesbian wedding proposal in children's television. I guess. In theory, they never say that they're female, right? Yeah. Because they're just kind of like light manifestations, right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So in technically, in theory, you know, they might not be female. That being said, sure, of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you think their wedding was pretty? Would you have wanted to attend their wedding? It was so sweet. About the wedding itself, I felt like that last episode in which the wedding happened, Steven Universe reunited. It was very sweet how it opened with them singing a song about how they all felt a lot of despair, but they wanted to get away from it. And then they were like, oh, let's only think about love because they were just so emotionally exhausted. It was very sweet to watch that. So Steven is immortal, we think, right? Like yeah, most they're, likely. They're going to save that for some time later when he gets killed during this gem war business, and then they're going to be like, oh, wait, he's actually totally immortal. 
Yes, true or false? I think if 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 someone kills Steven, then Rose Quartz is gonna come back because she's just wait. We're entering crazy theory their territory again. What what crazy theories do you guys have, Anthony? Do you have any crazy theories on these characters? Um, they don't even have to be crazy. They could just be her. My crazy theory is that. Pink Diamond wanted the cluster because the diamonds are at war with some other alien race of some sort or maybe some other off group of crystal gems or something. And in this war, she needed a massive weapon to like help win the war that they're having. And I feel like now that the diamonds and Steven see eye to eye, they're going to turn their attention to combating them. We're thinking they see eye to eye right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I thought they had a moment of understanding, but they were going to go back to all-out war in a minute. No, because they realized that they realized that Steven was pink. So, like, I don't want to talk about the previews, but, like, <laughs> it shows, like, that they do see eye to eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't certain, because I was like, they seem like they could turn their backs on him again. You never know. They seem like they could quickly be like, you know what, he's lame. <laughs> but they also seem like they could be like he's actually a diamond he's like yeah. he's royalty and these other people are scum these other gems are scum yeah but it's also interesting to know that white diamond presumably a character who has not been talked about on the show yet but has been widely represented throughout by the white diamond at the top of the diamond symbol there's always a white diamond and they always show that like during the so Final. what's what's the deal with White Diamond? Was was crushed long ago, or will come back as a mighty diamond, or what? Theories behind her say that she is always seen at the end of the Gem War when the diamonds attack Earth and they shine the giant light of, that corrupted everyone. So people are saying that like White Diamond might be corrupted herself, and she because she's a diamond has the power to spread it. Maybe she is the diamond that the diamonds are at war with. Yeah, as well, that could be the thing. Anthony, you think this is nuts, or you think any of this makes any sense? Yeah, it could be that diamond is the main villain. And the diamonds, the other diamonds are, like, trying to beat her. Yeah, because why would they be scared of anything but a diamond? If they're yeah. like so powerful that they're so openly racist. Like, Steven is the first non-racist diamond, right? Yeah. I guess Rose Quartz. I also want to bring up that... But, but Rose Quartz, was she not demeaning? Was she like, oh, these other lesser gems combining into like these weird gem-free Maybe mutations? At, Maybe at first, but she changed like after she's seen Earth, didn't she? And, and after she saw Garnet, she tried to fuse with Pearl. And then they, like, did it for, like, a second, and then they fell apart again. Have you ever seen that uh, fusion? Yeah. What is it? Oh, uh, it's the Rainbow thing that they for the, for the video. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my least favorite songs. Sorry, you guys. From the show. What about you guys? I feel like it's not my favorite at all. Like, I feel like among Steven Universe songs, a lot of them are great. A lot of them. I agree. So it's like... Anthony, what percentage of the songs would you say are good? The percentage? Yeah. 
half. Like seventy or something. Ooh, seventy. That's 60. high. Sixty? <laughs> no, don't don't back away. So go to eighty. Go to eighty proudly. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I think lots of them are really great. There's only a couple that I'm like not that crazy about. And I like them sometimes when they're on. They're, they're good, you know, as a palate cleanser in between other songs that I prefer. Yeah. What's your favorite song from Steven Universe? Here comes a thought. Is that? That was the name, right? Yeah, that's the name of the song. I like the song uh, that I'm so fudging famous. Yeah. That's not what she says, though. She says, I'm... Can you blame me? I'm too famous. Can you blame me? I'm too famous. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great song. Because it's a hit song in the Steven Universe world. It's done by their biggest pop star, Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> Rebecca Sweet and Low. She's going to be a character that comes out at the end, who is also White Diamond. Yeah. Now we're in crazy conspiracy theory land. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get back in there. I wish we could do our political conspiracy theories because I've got some good ones. Oh, I've got some good Keep ones. it. Keep it away from Talk Sucker. Bad, bad pants. Bad pants. True, true. All right. I heard this conspiracy that Onion is like White Diamond's like undercover pearl. And then he's been on Earth like doing undercover work for her for years or however long. Yeah, everything in their timeline is thousands of years. They haven't yeah. done any... There's no action that they've ever done that they didn't do for thousands of years. They're like, we got bored of it after thousands yeah. of years of doing this. Right? I feel like they've never referred to anything that they did without being like, yeah. this war lasted thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just have no concept of time. It was like six weeks, but they just like... <laughs> they just packed in a lot into those days. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Steven Universe. No, I know Steven Universe, but I mean specifically what? Conspiracy theories. Oh, conspiracy theories. Okay. We were saying that Rebecca Sugar is also White Diamond and that Onion is also White Diamond. We're white basically Diamond's pointing pearl. fingers. Everyone's White Diamond. Pearl's White Diamond. I, I would totally believe that Onion thing because he's like a psycho socio. Yeah. And like at least it would make sense if he's like this weird gem creation that's just undercover, you know? So... Honestly, though, let's say Reynaldo were your soulmate. What would you do? Anthony, would you be okay with it? How many dates would you give Reynaldo? I guess one. One? That's pity it? Date. A pity date? <laughs> I don't... I'm not into that. Let's say you go on your date with Ronaldo, and, like, he's honestly disarmingly charming. And you're like, I never... I never saw the side of you. Over the course of the night, you're even like, he's even looking better to you. You know, he seems to transform. <laughs> and by the end of the night, you're fully convinced that he's perfect for you. Well, I guess. <laughs> If he has a good personality. If he has a personality. <laughs> a good personality. He seems awful. Like when he when he was staying at the clubhouse, he was like pretty insufferable. Mm-hmm. Also, his voice is pretty bad, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Although, I don't know. As someone with a weird voice, sometimes I think I should give everyone with a slightly weird voice a pass. Whereas like most people would be like, oh, I hate their voice. It's so high-pitched and easily. It's not. Since I have a weird voice, as people tell me. Furthermore, she'd be like, it sounds normal to me. <laughs> I feel like Ronaldo was my soulmate. I'd be like, uh, keep Beach City single. Yeah. Ronaldo, he's the worst. 
He's the worst. I'd rather be with Onion for sure. Wouldn't you? I don't know about that. Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. I'd rather. I would be scared to be murdered by Onion. I don't think so. I feel like Onion would like stay up watching me sleep, and he just like would be obsessed with me. Onion would be like, "I live and breathe you." Like I need. That'd be terrifying. I would love it. I'd be like. Onion is the only one that has enough focus for me. I'd be like, yes, onion's <laughs> only. The only thing I wouldn't do is if you were like, I think it would bring us closer together if we committed a crime, like if we murdered someone together. I'd be like, onion, absolutely not. I refuse. <laughs> Don't you think? I yeah. I can't let onion talk me into this. <laughs> no matter, no matter how secretly thrilling it would be, like even just that he brought it up, like he knew how much that would excite me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talk Sucker, episode 9. Everyone else left. It's just me and you. We're gonna enjoy our time together. Are we recording for real, Oh yeah, Speed. You are listening to the sound. We're still talking about Steven Universe. We were gonna talk a little bit about their wedding. What was a bigger deal, gay wedding? The Prince Harry Meghan Markle wedding? Or the Garnet wedding? The Garnet wedding, true, yeah. I guess. <laughs> you agree as well, Anthony? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess Meghan Markle is not as big a gay icon as Princess Di was. Maybe she'll grow to be a huge gay icon. Do you think so? Mm, maybe. She's like our princess. She's an American princess. <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But you guys aren't romantic like I am. I guess. <laughs> okay. I wish we had a title. Us? That'd be like the Duke of something or other? Something like that. Anything. Yeah. But I'd have to be the person in power because if You'd someone was because I would not want there to be a power thing between us. But would you even really be powerful? It like a modern day duke, you'd just be like, I have a fancy job. Yeah. I was born into having a fancy job. Yeah. Anthony? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Who do you think would be the like most fun? To live with from Steven Universe. Well, Garnet's pretty cool. Garnet's pretty cool, yeah. I'd also feel safe with her around. Yeah. So was it the wedding of the season? Was it the gay wedding of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Hands down, definitively? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What do you guys think about this gay wedding cake business? Because the Supreme Court upheld that that guy did not have to make this gay wedding cake because he was rejecting anyone who would want a gay wedding cake. And he also doesn't do other things that are not in line with his beliefs, like Halloween cakes. As a religious person, right? They're against Halloween because they think it's like... Yeah. Sa- satanic and stuff like that. It's like pagan, which yeah. came to be equated with satanical or whatever. Are your parents... Anthony, are your parents, like, strict about stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Christians. And, like, annoying about it? Like, do they think Harry Potter is, like, satanic? Well, not like that, but they think, like, anything to do with, like, what it says in the Bible and, like, witchcraft and all that is bad and evil. When we know that some witchcraft is good. Yeah. Yeah. They do it all the time. (laughs) What's your best spell? <laughs> so, do you think that this verdict was just that this guy should not have to make a wedding cake? For me personally, if someone were hateful and didn't want to make a cake for me, I wouldn't want to buy their hate cake anyway. I'd be yeah. like, this is going to taste disgusting. This person made it with like 
bile and like bad feelings. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what if it was like the only keep shop around? They 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 lived in a place that was far away from big cities. It seems. I get that's so sad to think that you like trek out to some place that's the only place that does fancy cakes, and a place that sells fancy cakes is like, no, that's gay. <laughs> but their whole business is fancy cakes. <laughs> Do they not see uh, how troubling that is? Yeah. Anyway, I think it's bizarre because isn't that like a slippery slope where people put signs in businesses about who they don't want to serve yeah on the one hand i feel like if like a nazi came in you'd want to be like some sorry we don't want to serve you you know yeah but then on the other hand like do 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 these laws protect these nazis because i i do think that some of them out there are probably not the worst people they're probably just like ignorant and need to you know, who knows what would help get them to stop being completely horrible, but they must not all be totally rotten, right? Am I being naive? Maybe some of them, but a lot of them are probably, like, long gone. True. Like, too late for them. You think there's no coming back? Well, maybe, like, for the older people, but, like, like younger people maybe have a chance like not be so ignorant I guess but older people are setting their ways cause they just wanna they don't wanna learn they're like get like like they don't wanna like be like a part of this like century it's not so, century but like it's this so weird whatever I, I guess it's weird because like you know sometimes when old people have like those weird thoughts a little bit I'm like well they're old they come from like such a different place like you, we can't even understand what it's like for them they probably think the world the modern world is so crazy to yeah. them you know so a little bit I my, my heart breaks for them and I'm like they're probably just like well meaning what are we talking about Steve the Universe their gay wedding so like would you want a cake made by some place that's like we don't want to serve you filthy we don't want to make a cake for you it's too gay we make fancy frilly cakes and that's too gay for us. You disgust us. Get out of here. We make fancy cakes. <laughs> if you really need a cake, then... And but those- do you really need a cake? If you're living in a place where you have to drive so many hundreds of miles to get this idea of like a wedding cake, I feel like you could do something else. And it might be better for your idea of what your wedding and what your actual life is. Because if you're like, we took a trek into the big city, we drove like 800 miles to get to the only fancy cake shop. And even though they make fancy frilly cakes, they hate gay people. And so they don't want to make gay wedding cakes. Mm-hmm. I feel like gay guy couples and lesbian couples should just team up and go buy two straight wedding cakes at these cake shops go home cut them in half and like swap even stevens (laughs) and make two gay cakes you know because that way it's like one of those like loopholes for like religious people he didn't officially make gay cake you know so he's not being supportive of, like, their disgusting agenda. But, you know, these two couples of an effeminate man and a very handsome woman <laughs> bought two identical cakes. And I just think that that's what people should have to do. Again, would you want to have a cake made by someone that hates you? Or would you want to drive, like, 800 more miles to get to someone that, like, doesn't officially hate you? I don't know. I just feel like I'd make cupcakes at home. I love cupcakes. <laughs> 
Donuts. Donut man? Donut friend? Donut man? Donut man. <laughs> <laughs> Big donut? Big donut. So, Steven Universe, we talked a little bit about this gay wedding cake debacle, which is important, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone was waiting for us to, like, chime in on it. I First off, I, I don't think that we should have gay wedding cakes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think anyone can have any cake. And do you think it's weird, though? Whatever. Do you think they'll overturn abortion? They might. They might. What are the odds, if you can give it the Vegas line, on overturning abortion within the next four years? Let's say within four years, because that's a while. Because they're not going to do it, like, next Tuesday. Yeah. If they are, I have something to do on Monday. Okay. (laughs) Do you think anyone could actually die on Steven Universe? Yes. Yeah, I've seen a a bingo card that says that Gem Shatters. So, Gem Shatters, I guess so. But a good one, one of the, I'm a main character. Could, like, could could a could a hefty character like could Lapis ever die? She could. It looked like a lot of the fan bases didn't like her. Really? I thought everyone was nuts for her. Well, no. On Instagram, in comments, every people don't like Lapis. Really, Leo? What's your take on the Lapis? Because Leo loves Lapis. <laughs> I like Lapis. Yeah. So. Same. So if we're all crazy for Lapis, why would people hate her? Because she's moody and angsty? I like that. (laughs) Are there any other crazy theories we could dabble into with the whole show? Like, Steven can never die. But can Connie die? Will Connie ever die? I bet if Connie died in the physical realm, she would exist forever, like, in the astral realm. Or, you know, she'd be pink. Because that's the thing that happens. And she'd be pink. Everyone can be regenerated pink. How did that happen? Because Steven spit on him. Steven Sears, when when used on a gem, heal gems. But when used on a dead person, a dead animal, really, they will turn pink and come back to life. So then, are they also portals to the Steven world? Yeah. So Lars is a portal? Yeah. They they keep going in and out of it. Oh, right, right. That does make sense. They they have been doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I bet you Lars is going to be like, rawr, and then he's going to be able to make those holes that the lion makes. I can't believe Lars' last moments alive as a human were being a coward. (laughs) (laughs) No, he, he was brave. When he abandoned Sadie? Right. No, Am right I misremembering it? Right before he died, he was starting to be brave again. I guess that's so. What, that's like, when he died. He was protecting all the other gems. Too they little, too bomb. late. They were in that mess because he was cowardly earlier. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anthony. I know that you chose him. <laughs> no, he's cool, but I don't know. Something about how uptight he was and like how worried he was about others was always like bothersome. And I get it that that's the point, you know? So, do you guys know what Xena Warrior Princess is? Yeah. No. Anthony, tell us what you know about Xena Warrior Princess. Um, she's like an, Amazon- an Amazonian princess or warrior, right? And like. She, like, fights, like, with other tribes and stuff. I have an adventure. Yes. Okay. What else do you know about it? I think there's magic in it. There's magic or... magic or something. Yeah. It it seems like it has, like, fantasy elements. Like, sometimes she fights, like, weird creatures that couldn't really exist, you know? And is it lesbian? Um... Well, I only seen like a few episodes. I don't really yeah. know, but it seems yeah. like it easily could be because like 
Because, like, her tribe is, like, all women. I, I was just asking in case you guys were going to be, like, well, we haven't heard that it is. Because I feel like everyone understands that it is and, you know, yeah. just takes it for, oh, that's what it is. So to hear you guys be, like, what do you know about it? And not be, like, oh, and it's, like, a lesbian show. And also I thought you might be, like, and sometimes she screams like that. Ah! Because that, that seems like a really famous thing about the show. <laughs> no? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Leo, you said no? Mm-mm. He's shaking his head, but we're on radio. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like that scream is super famous, but we shouldn't do it because it's way too loud. And also, what does that summon? What does that scream summon? Like more warrior princesses? <laughs> we can't. We don't want any more warrior princesses rolling yeah. through here right now. I'm in a... <laughs> in theory, we're talking about Steven Universe. <laughs> right? Yeah. I feel like... Steven Universe is one of those shows that everyone's so obsessed with, though, that it's almost like everyone's always up to date with that now. Mm-hmm. And everyone's always up to, like, the moment with, like, their idea with this and that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it is gay to make a cake? No. No. Not at all? There's no. cakes that what, what if the cake has seven layers? It's just food. It's just food? What if the cake has pink icing? It's just the color. What if the cake has rainbow icing? It's just a rainbow. It's just a rainbow? <laughs> I feel like at that point, truly, you can't know what the motive of the person is unless you know who they are. So they might just be into rainbows? Yeah. They could be uh, Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright could have made a cake. So is there any type of cooking that is gay? Um, <laughs> I guess if you're making like... <laughs> A friend one time when we were all at, we all had day jobs, like working in offices and we would chat every single day on like an email loop. And she, for like this one period, got into sending us recipes from this gnarly websites called like cooking with cum and stuff like that. <laughs> and so like all the people that would write these recipes were so foul. They'd be like, I was like looking for a way to spice up like a delightful cocktail. And I was like, of course I want to put semen in it. <laughs> And I was like, are they being serious? This is so foul. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I, I swear something we said made me think of this. And I was like, I should tell this story. <laughs> what were we talking about that would make me think of this story? Steven Universe. Spicing up cooking? Mode? Like cooking? With oh, cum. Talking yeah. about what cooking kind of cooking is gay? is gay? Oh, what kind of cooking is gay? Oh, clearly. So cooking with cum is probably somewhat gay. I'm not certain if that the website was a joke, but people learned all sorts of things. So, you know, I guess it's purportedly real, but it's one of those things that in my naive brain, I'm just like, since I find it gross, like, I just think they mustn't be serious about it. But anyway, is there any type of cooking that's gay, depending on how intricate it is or anything like that? No? I don't think so. Are there clothes that are gay? <laughs> because you're saying cooking is just food. It's just a thing, you know? Because they were like, this cake was this guy's expression. So I'm like, is there cooking that is gay? Is there cooking that is straight? If this cake was this guy's expression, his artistic yeah. expression, and he doesn't want to express it for something that he disagrees with, you know, for whatever reasons he has that I'm sure are super valid to him, you know? And I, I don't disagree with all of them. You know what I mean? Like, I think in, in theory, I can understand some places from which those people are coming. Blah, blah, blah. But if he's making straight cakes, then there must be gay cooking. No? Mm-hmm. So you'd agree there's gay cooking? Yeah. When, when I'm, it's kind of like the thing about music. 
cooking, you can basically tell a story through cooking if you do it right. If someone was like making like a thing specifically to express your gay ideas, and that that would be gay cooking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But what about clothing? Can clothing be gay? If it's expressing a gay idea, or if it just looks yeah. gay, if it's expressing a gay idea, we talked about this another time, Anthony. Do you believe in gay face? Do you know what gay face is? No. No, like when you can tell a person's gay by looking at their face, like something oh. about their face looks gay. Do you think that's possible? Well, I think if you look at their face and their body posture, you could probably tell. Interesting. Their body language, but not just their face. Like not just be like, oh, look at their like pouty bee stung lips. <laughs> they must be gay. Right? <laughs> oh, look at their, like, <laughs> look at their big doe eyes and their big doughy lashes. They must be gay. Right? <laughs> oh, look at the dick they're sucking. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would that be? That that would be a pretty good indicator. Look at the dick they're sucking, and then yeah. you could be able to tell which one is gay and which one is not. <laughs> what were we talking about? Steven Universe. So if cooking can be straight, then some cooking can be gay. Some clothes can be gay, but that's weird, too, since they're just, like, a whatever. I guess because clothes are gendered. Mm-hmm. Do you think more clothes should be androgynous? Yeah. Same. I like androgynous stuff. Yeah. So cooking can be gay right so can architecture be gay uh, that'd be kind of hard to do really you can no, make no, a building with a penis <laughs> yeah. Yes. oh yeah i guess everyone always says that like skyscrapers are like like you know guys with like <laughs> giant dick complexes <laughs> skyscrapers just have big dick energy right because it's very very timely in the in the media these days according to my phone this was a couple of weeks ago, but whatever. But anyway, like, yes, if people say, like, skyscrapers are, like, very phallic. And there's definitely a few buildings that I think look extra phallic. You know, like, that pickle in, like, <laughs> London and, like, that kind of curvy building in downtown L.A. I had a friend that was always like, that's my favorite skyscraper because it's uncut because of the way it looks, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But either way, so architecture, do you think it'd be hard for architecture to be gay? Well, I guess kind of. Unless just stereotypical gay, it'd probably be easy, but like... What would a stereotypically gay architecture choice be? (laughs) Probably something with rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) Giant columns, like Doric columns, tons of marble. (laughs) Leo, can handwriting be gay? Mm. Handwriting, not necessarily. But it can be feminine. It can be feminine, sure. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. I feel like a common term for handwriting is girly, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's one of the like highest incidence uses of the term girly. Like, where the guy is, he's got such girly writing, like these curly Q letters. Mm-hmm. He's dotted his eyes with hearts. Oh. <laughs> I always wish I could get into that, but I never did. Dotting your eyes with hearts? Yeah. I just yeah. made my hands too sloppy. The heart is just too unwieldy. Replacing a dot, the most you could go to is like a comma, like a, a proper heart. That's way too much. <laughs> no? I just don't think it should be used. Okay. Well, fuck you too. 
they look top heavy when they have hearts. Come on, you don't want to dot your eyes with hearts. <laughs> yeah, I can't anyway, so say I don't. What would you do if Donald Trump started dotting his eyes with hearts? And like the Republicans were like, it's because he has love in his heart. He's, he, you know, like, I don't know why. What is wrong with this country when we're upset that our president has love, a message of love to give to his people, to his citizens, to his subjects, <laughs> a message of mandatory love to his subjects? Do you agree? Mm-hmm. What are the odds that Trump start dotting his eyes with hearts? Fifty? Mm-hmm. 50-50? Don't do it. What do you mean, don't do it? Mm. Fine, we won't talk about Trump. <laughs> you know what I love to do? Uh, when people, like, whinge about the situation, I'm always like, you know what? <laughs> I am almost beginning to regret having voted for Trump. And, like, 99% of the time, they're like, you did not vote for Trump. Tell me. Tell me right now. T- you're not in trouble. Tell me right now you didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> But, you know, of course, I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for anyone at all. I've never voted. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I vote. Who was the first president you guys voted for? Obama? No. I haven't voted before. You've never voted before? Oh, you've got to do it. <laughs> you've got to do it. My mom told me not to because jury duty. Oh, really? Yeah. But you seem like a good person. You, f- I feel like it might not be the worst if you were on a jury. I feel like, would you pay attention? I, I guess. I, I begrudgingly, I guess, but I don't want to go. Good God. Be a better citizen. <laughs> Be a better citizen. You're awful. <laughs> I feel like if you get it, whatever, you get it when you get it. As long as you go, you pay attention. Just like imagine if it were you. Like I have these nightmares and I'm like, what if I were like railroaded for some reason or this and that? And then I got like this totally bum jury. Because what could you do? What a nightmare. I hope that's not this reality ever. If I did go to prison though, I'd definitely want a single. Have you guys seen anything this past week that was extra? Is this something extra? What did you say? For the premiere of the Jurassic World thing. They had like a giant box and they were like pretending there was a dinosaur inside. And I was like, that's too extra. Why are they still making these Jurassic Park movies? I feel like I can no longer suspend my disbelief. I'm like, no one would be giving them insurance on this idea. Always the dinosaurs go nuts and kill every human. It's just not happening. I don't believe that in any reality they're like, we keep doing this and it never works, but let's do it one more time. We just, they're all insane as a society. And they keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And- I'm sure someone that really knows these movies would hear me saying this and be like, feel sorry for me and be like, don't you know they, they just came back naturally because we'd mess with the ecos blah blah whatever and it's like i I don't care why are they making so many sequels of these garbage movies i feel like i rarely emotionally connect with a dinosaur (laughs) what do you guys think in a movie i'm gonna write a, a movie where it's like dinosaurs that fall in love with each other but like real actual savage dinosaurs and they just like look at each other with their like cold dead black eyes and like scream and stuff like that right and eat crazy looking other smaller dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I feel like dinosaurs are trendy. And now that like graphics are so cheap, I could probably just drum up a few keystrokes and like shoot out my dinosaurs just being domestic with each other movie. I feel like that's a dinosaur you could connect with. You'd be like, oh, I knew who this dinosaur was. <laughs> What's your favorite song sung by 
a non-major character. It's a paradox song where she was like, peace and love and war and earth and peace and love on the planet earth. Oh yeah, I like that one too. That one's cool, sure. That's more a Steven song though, if we're being honest. Okay. Don't you think? Sure. I think you were trying to sneak that by me right there <laughs> to see if I was going to let you say that as a Peridot song. She chimes in to like crab for a bit, but it's really a Steven song. Yeah, but... You've got to watch it, it, it this guy. It doesn't reveal anything from Steven's perspective or how he feels at all. This song puts a focus on what is Peridot feeling. She's feeling lost and scared and like she's a failure, but that she's with the Crystal Gems. And that's what that song expresses, which is such an integral part of Peridot's character. That's why it feels more like a Peridot song, because it gives so much exposition towards her. What would you do if one time they showed this flashback episode of Peridot committing genocide on another Terra like Earth? And because she's under orders from her diamond and she has to go and kill everyone on the planet. Would you still be like, Peridot is so sweet? It was never really sweet from the beginning. <laughs> but she's sweet now. Yes, she is. So, it was so like you, after she like told off the diamond. Yeah. So you'd be like, look, that genocide she committed was like that was a different paradox. <laughs> we have to only judge her against a new paradox. Yeah, because they're like all born, like with a specific purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Their society is really quite dicey, no? It's yeah. like got such a weird racial hierarchy and then like this very weird kind of like narcissistic kind of vibe with they feel driven to do certain things. I don't know. Like they just come out and like know what to do and like it's kinda weird. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So anyway, this was Talk Sucker episode seven, eight or nine. An episode about Steven Universe. We were here with Leo, right? Yeah, I'm right here. And we were also here with Anthony, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm P. And you can find Anthony on the internet. On um, Instagram at Lip Sync. Like the band. L-I-P-P-S-Y-N-C underscore. I think Anthony's super cute. When you go there, you're going to be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? I envy you. You're in for a treat. Our listeners are going to tune in and be like, oh my gosh. And then Leo's available on the internet all over the place, right? If I'm not mistaken, Leo? Mm-hmm. You can't find me. You can't you find can't me. find you. Oh my gosh. You can't find me. You're like, must be like a black hat style hacker. No. I, mean, I feel like black hat hackers and brain surgeons exist more in screenplays than in real life. That being said, I had lunch with both of them in the past two weeks. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Which would you rather have lunch with? A black hat hacker or a brain surgeon? A brain surgeon. What about you? Well, lunch for like what? Just to have lunch? Yeah, just you're going to be chatting. And they're probably going to be chatting about what they do. What would you be disappointed of if they talk the entire time? Their eBay auctions. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, he's doing this like groundbreaking brain surgery work. I can't wait to like pick his brain. And the entire time he's just like, um, I've been on these baseball cards, these Hummel figurines on eBay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess a brain surgeon. A brain surgeon. A brain surgeon who's collecting like crystal crap on eBay. <laughs> oh wow. Do you guys think ghosts are real? No. You're not having that conversation. (laughs) Okay. So I guess we should say goodbye then, right? 
Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.